What would your life look like if you felt confident in your body and in your health habits? We believe that confidence is possible for all people. This is the Free Method Podcast, and I'm your host, Dylan Murphy, registered dietitian and owner of Free Method Nutrition. We are dedicated to empowering women to make peace with food, heal their relationship with their body, and create sustainable health habits. Come hang with us each week as we have conversations that will inspire you to live a life of freedom. Let's dive into today's show. Do you ever feel like your form of self-care is different from society's version? From things like hot girl walks to intermittent fasting, it can feel exhausting and honestly demoralizing to try and keep up with the latest trends, especially when those trends maybe don't make your body feel good or don't seem fun to you. One definition of self-care from Oxford English Dictionary is the practice of taking an active role in protecting one's own well-being and happiness in particular during periods of stress. It is very important to engage in these behaviors that protect your happiness, like the definition mentioned, especially during times of stress and discomfort. And what I often see with clients is if we're trying to fit ourselves into a specific box of self-care and wellness that maybe doesn't necessarily align with your likes and your interests, it might be more stress-inducing than stress-relieving. Carving out space to do what you actually love can help relieve that stress, help energize you. So let's explore some self-care ideas together that might be best for you. And so I think going into this, it's important to, to remind yourself that each individual is so different. So what you like may be so different than what your best friend likes, what you may see your favorite influencer on Instagram or TikTok like, maybe different than what you enjoy. We like different foods, enjoy different movies, speak different languages. Some of us enjoy summer, some prefer winter. And so I think self-care should be the exact same, finding things that we like and we dislike and, and being okay with that. But in this world of of diet culture and wellness culture, it makes us feel that, okay, we need to be taking 10,000 steps a day or going to that Pilates class or filling in these boxes to check this overall box of like, quote unquote, wellness. But it doesn't, you know, wellness culture doesn't account for the fact of your own personal like enjoyment and satisfaction. It may insist that, oh my gosh, you need to make sure you read before you go to bed to get a good night's sleep. But what if you don't like reading? And sure, reading and all these other things I'm mentioning are great forms of self-care. But like I mentioned earlier, if they're going to cause more stress or if they just don't bring you joy, they might not be as great for you as you would think. Now, what I talk to clients about a lot is really digging into when something is coming from a place of self-care versus kind of the, the opposite of not caring for your body. So let's talk about like running or exercise, for example. I hear all the time people talking about how going on a run, going on a walk, going to an exercise class is very stress relieving. It boosts their energy. It's enjoyable. And yes, that's right. There are so many positive benefits to exercise. We go into that a ton within our group coaching program, Free Method Academy. So we're not discounting that at all. 
But what we find is, okay, if we are exercising from a place of punishment, if we are telling ourselves, okay, I need to go exercise because I ate XYZ this weekend, or I need to exercise because I don't feel great in my body, then exercise, you're not really reaping the full benefits of the self-care activity, the wellness activity that something like exercise may be. And so I think when we approach caring for our body and, and really creating this like wellness mindset around our body, it's important to get honest with ourselves of like, okay, is this actually caring for my body or maybe more so harming my body? And knowing that self-care can change throughout the course of your life. As some of you may know, I have a one-year-old now. And so self-care looks so different for me. Like taking like a long, luxurious bubble bath is just like not not in the cards <laughs> right now. Maybe it's like going on a walk with Calder because he needs to get out of the house. And honestly, I need to get out of the house too. Um, or it's grocery shopping and bringing him along with me. Self-care also is it always these like frilly fun things? Self-care could look like going to therapy, going to your yearly doctor's appointment, having a hard conversation with a friend. There's so much that can go into that. And knowing too, that self-care doesn't have to only exist when you're having this like stressful season of life. In all honesty, it needs to be existing throughout our life as a whole, so that these more like stressful life events maybe don't feel as stressful when we encounter them. And so I hope what you hear throughout all of this is just finding ways to get really clear and honest with yourself about like how the best version of yourself engages in self-care. And that's a question I want you to like walk away from this episode with is really reflecting, spending time, maybe even journaling out like how does the best version of myself practice self-care? For some of you listening, that may be going on a run, that may be reaching out to a therapist, that may be going to happy hour with friends. It can look so different, but really only you know what the best version of yourself, what engaging in self-care and wellness would look like. And also I would say paying attention to how you feel afterwards, because I think like we talked about exercise, we will really, really notice the difference, how we feel after and even during to, to give us an indicator of whether or not it's coming from a place of nourishment versus punishment. Because if it's coming from this place of punishment, then you might feel defeated or it might feel like, oh, okay, I'm glad I got that over with onto the next thing. You might still feel critical of like, well, was that enough? Versus if it's coming from a place of nourishment, you feel energized, relieved, enjoyment, happy. There's so much that you may feel as a result of that. And while we're talking about exercise, we've talked about this before on, on the podcast, but I want to dive into this again really quick, especially if you're new around here and maybe haven't listened to the episode that we did on nourishment versus punishment, especially with exercise. But I think honestly, this can go across the board with whether you're going on a walk, whether you're choosing to order a salad versus a burger. I think there's so many actions we take and decisions we make in our life that kind of can filter through, okay, is this coming from a place of nourishment? Is this coming from a place of punishment? So if if a decision is coming from a place of punishment, like I said, we're going to feel more of that like guilt. Oh my gosh, I have to do this. There's this negative thing associated with why I'm making this decision to work out, to order this salad. 
And then on the opposite end, if it's coming from a place of nourishment, we're going to feel the exact opposite. It's coming from the spirit of like freedom and excitement and joy. And just knowing that that is how the best version of yourself engages in exercise or orders that food, orders at that restaurant and that specific meal. And sometimes it can be hard to dig into the difference. Like, is this from nourishment? Is this from punishment? Especially if you have been steeped in diet culture or your eating disorder for a while, it can be so hard to navigate. Like, which voice is this coming from? Is this, you know, the the food freedom voice that I'm walking towards? Or is this more this diet voice telling me what I should and shouldn't be doing? So I want you to reflect on the ways that you engage in self-care right now, the ways that you support your body, and then really get honest with yourself. Okay, this specific activity, whether it's walking, whether it's reading a book, is this coming from a place of nourishing my body or punishing it? And then if you find, okay, I think this is coming more from a place of punishment, then seeing what could I do instead that would come from a place of nourishment. So I think if we think about exercise in particular, maybe you find, okay, when I go on runs, that's more so coming from a place of punishment versus nourishment. But if I go to a Pilates class or if I do weight training, that is coming more from a place of nourishment. I really enjoy it. I don't feel like I'm having to compensate for something. It it relieves my stress, boosts my energy. That can help you realize, okay, this is coming from a nourishing place. And so two questions I want you to walk away with, how does the best version of myself enjoy and engage in self-care? And then two, are the self-care activities I'm participating in come from a place of nourishment or punishment? And then kind of like a sub question with that is, okay, if, if I notice some are coming from a place of punishment, what do I need to do instead? so that I know I am best supporting my body. Thanks so much for joining today's episode on the free method podcast. If you enjoyed it, please leave us a five-star review that helps others discover this message of freedom. Share this with your friends and make sure you tag us on Instagram at free method nutrition. And if you're ready to start your own journey to freedom, I'd love to offer you a free call to chat with me about your health goals. Head to freemethodnutrition.com slash free call to schedule yours. We will see you in the next episode.